Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a like and a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast. And if you like this episode, please take a minute to give us a rating in your Apple or Google store. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show Podcast. Chris here with our special guest this week. Carmen, thanks for joining us. Thank you. And Charles, once again, what's going on, man? Wookies. That's right, Wookiees. <laughs> it is Star Wars week after all. Sure is. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. But yes, this week of uh, Friday, December 27th, uh, we're uploading this a little bit later on a Saturday because uh, you know the holidays kind of got pushed back, but we wanted to make sure we could get everybody here uh, for this end of the year special episode for you guys. We're yes. actually going to start season two uh, next year. So yes. the podcast uh, is going into season two next year on January 3rd. It'll be our first show of the new year. Uh, so make sure you guys stay tuned for that. That's going to be pretty cool. Uh, so this is our end of the year special. So we're going to go through our favorites of 2019 and music, movies, TV, and more, plus uh, rock news as well. This week we got some topics to talk about, including Nine Inch Nails releasing some new music and touring in 2020, My Chemical Romance playing their first show in seven years, Chester Bennington's wife launches a new 320 m- music festival for mental health advocacy. Uh, pretty cool. Judas Priest also going to be releasing new music and touring in 2020. The Dime Bash lineup tease for 2020 is out, plus our new mu- uh, plus our new movie music 10-second trivia and our classic This Week in Music History trivia. It's all on the way for you guys. Uh, we do not have any prizes this week. We gave away our tool tickets, uh, so we do not have any prizes this week for you guys, but stay tuned next month for details on our first giveaway of the new year. We're going to have some great concerts for you guys. A lot of guest list spots at the Warfield, the Regency Ballroom, some really cool stuff that we can hook you guys up with, so stay tuned for that, alright? And uh, I think we're going to do something in the new year to encourage um, membership uh, with like a 99 cent donation, you can uh, enter to win some uh, some really cool tickets like that Ooh. that we'll give you guys. Uh, you know, maybe we'll save the CDs for everyone that you could still win, of course, for free just listening. But uh, if you guys subscribe for 99 cents or more, maybe you'll get into the drawing for some really nice tickets that we nice. have. Uh, so try and reward you guys, and we appreciate the donations and the support. And Check. it's up. It's up. The donation. That's right. I, uh, Charles pointed that out, and I added a link to the website at thegaragerockshow.com. It goes directly to the anchor thing to support, to donate, to become a monthly subscriber, or donate whatever you want. You don't have to do the monthly thing. Little as 99 cents to get it going. It's kind of cool, and we do appreciate it. Yeah. Um, can, I, can I do a little shout-out for that? Yes. Yes. Go for okay, it. Okay. So cue the uh, sad music here. <laughs> <laughs> for just 99 cents a month. You can feed these starving <laughs> podcasters and give them love that they so deserve just and a, need. Just a little holiday cheer. <laughs> In the eyes of an angel. <laughs> or Sarah McLaughlin, right? Oh, yeah, but Sally Struthers is the Sally Struthers is the original one. <laughs> Sally Struthers, yeah. yeah. If for just 90, 
for just the price of a cup yeah. of coffee a month, you can make Chris a happy Oh, film. no, no. We don't need your cash. But if you guys decide to and you enjoy what we do, uh, then we appreciate it as well. So uh, no no new releases off the Billboard charts this week Ooh. until January 10th. Uh, mm. So there you go. No, nothing new to report in that front. Mm-hmm. But we do have some stories to talk about, and some Justin, breaking news. Justin Bieber just released a song. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, he did? Dang it. I missed he's that one. That. You know, he's, ooh, he's a Tool fan. Do you know that? <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he did he's say that. Fan. And he I think Ed Sheeran that. just released one, but that was like today or I don't know. And those are just singles, right? Not, yeah, no. not, not full albums. Album, no. Yeah. And His th- album's coming out in 2020. Just right, yeah. Oh, there you go. Well. Well, a lot, you know, a lot of Bieber fans listening to the podcast, I'm sure. I know, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. my God. All right, rock news this week. Kicking off the cover of Revolver magazine came out uh, this week, and Trent Reznor's on it. And he revealed in the interview um, that he's going to be touring and releasing new music for Nine Inch Nails in 2020. Nice. Uh, he says, quote, in the article, quote, but Nine Inch Nails is not forgotten. In 2020, Reznor and Ross plan to take the group back out on tour as well as record new Nine Inch Nails music. Nice. So, yeah, and here's a picture of them in the studio, uh, Atticus Ross and uh, Trent. And apparently he thought the whole uh, thing for Bird Box was a huge waste of time. Really? Yeah, he revealed in this interview that they've been scoring films for movie and TV for a little while now. And this one apparently for Netflix, the Bird Box one, was a big problem and kind of a disaster for them. Huh. He says, quote, uh, we got immersed in it. We felt like some people were phoning it in. And you're stuck with a film editor who had a real bad taste. That's kind of our barricade to getting stuff in the film. And the final icing on the shit cake was when we were on tour, they mixed it. And they mixed it with the music so low you couldn't hear it anyway. So he was really upset about all that. And then he goes, we thought no one is going to see this effing movie. And, of course, it's the hugest movie ever in Netflix. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And it it, it was kind of even more of a slap in the face, like, uh, you know, that he didn't have it the way he wanted it. Yeah. And it turned out to be a real, you know, a lot of people did watch it. um, And he was just kind of upset about that. But uh, he's focusing on Nine Inch Nails in 2020. So You know, that's what successful people say, you know, because somebody who doesn't have the sort of success as Trent Reznor, they'd probably be like, oh, shit, like, no matter what, we got our music on this Netflix movie that's so incredible. Yes! <laughs> and, but ne- but at Trent Reznor's just like, ah, I hated it, you know. Well, he's more concerned. It's of- even a big movie now. Yeah, well, the, and <laughs> that he didn't get the process that he wanted to, to yeah. record it properly, mix it properly. Mm-hmm. He's more concerned about the final product, and they didn't really, you know, do that for him, so. Yeah. All right, well, here's a picture of all these fans that got a bunch of blankets out as they were waiting for the My Chemical Romance show. Uh, it was their first show in seven years. They played the Shrine Expo Hall in L.A. Huh. Uh, on Friday night, December 20th. Less than two months after announcing the show, they confirmed a, a, a bunch of more shows for 2020 in Australia, New Zealand, and Japan. But what was cool, I guess, uh, and kind of unusual, an hour before the show, the band members themselves came outside the venue to personally hand out MCR-branded blankets to fans waiting to get in. It was really cold out there, too. Oh, so wow. Everybody was kind of waiting and... Uh, they they all went out there and uh, handed them out uh, blankets and stuff. So oh, that's cool. Yeah, and even the University of Southern California marching band showed up to play a version of "Welcome to the Black Parade." So it was kind of a whole big old festive deal down there. That's awesome. Yeah, and uh, you know, suppo- supposedly the band was j- nearly drowned out at times by the sold out sixty five hundred strong crowd singing along. Uh, they were saying that the crowd was singing so loud in such a small venue 
that uh, they nearly drowned the band out themselves. So wow, pre- pretty cool. Nice. Good show for them. Uh, and speaking of cool things, this new 320 Music Festival that's happening May 9th uh, in L.A., Chester Bennington's widow is launching it uh, launching it, and starting it. Her name is Talinda Bennington, and it's uh, it says the mission is to bring awareness to the importance of mental health and provide attendees the resources they need to better care for their emotional well-being and the well-being of those they love. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, what's the significance of 320, the number 320? Uh, that's a good point. Um, that's I'm, an area code, I think. Okay, so I guess uh, Chester's okay. birthday was March 20th. Oh, okay. Oh. So right. three, there's three one zero. So there you go. So there's three twenty. Oh, cool. gotcha, gotcha. Did he like? Oh yeah, there kill it is, himself yeah. or something. Yeah, he committed yeah. suicide. Um, uh, he was forty one years old, July twenty seventeen. Uh, committed suicide. Um, unfortunately, he drank uh, after not drinking for quite some time, and I think mm. he took some pills or something. And yeah, yeah. So unfortunate. Yeah, they have six kids. That's just oh, six children. Yeah, I know it's sad when there's a bunch of kids involved like that, right? <clears throat> um, all right, well, at least she's doing something good, though, yeah. in his me- memory and for people with mental health issues that they can go to a festival like that and get some awareness and in a cool, comfortable setting with people that are involved in it. I think nice. it's the beginning of something cool. They should have that at every festival. Oh, yeah. They should have a like a you know a cool little booth or something there that if you ever have issues or social problems or problems at home... This is a cool, safe space to come to the festival and talk about it or, I don't know, get some awareness or something like oh, yeah. that. You know, why not? You know, I just read... Um, get the stigma away from this mental health stuff, you know? Yeah, I just I just finished uh, Maynard's book. and uh, Which and one's that? It's the... Uh, um, uh, God, now I can't remember the name of it. I just finished it. It's It's got a it's got an interesting name. It's... Um, Oh. It is kind of like biography yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, it's his official biography. In fact, in in the in the audio version of it, he speaks and he, it's like yeah, isn't it something like uh, yeah, I don't know, like wine making and something tales no. or something. I don't know, something or other. No, I'll, I'll find out the name while while I'm telling this. But anyway, story here. But anyway, he he puts uh, on it. He actually says um, in that book, he says that he won't play like a festival like Tool or Perfect Circle or Pussifer. They won't play anything if they know that like tons of proceeds are going to right to the artist or to the uh, even the even the people who are actually there doing like some of the visuals and doing some of the work and stuff. Yeah, he says he understands that it takes money to do you know to like feed people and do stuff like that. He goes, but every single person that should be doing a benefit concert should be doing it for free because that is the part of the benefit concert. So, like, mm. anytime Tool or, you know, Perfect Circle Pucifer does any sort of thing like that, it, it, and this is very rare. He said it's very rare to find festivals like that, right. like benefits like that. He said it, all the money has to go towards the cause. No. Like, it can't even go to pay the sound guys yeah. or the roadies or anything right. like they that. Everybody donating donates their, their time. Work, their time. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. It's insane. It's <clears> insane. <throat> Um, all right, so let's uh, another news story for 2020 coming up. A new album and tour from Judas Priest in 2020. Ooh. I can't believe they're doing it. They got a 50th anniversary to celebrate Jeez. next year. I got it. I got it. What it's was the book? A Perfect Union of Contrary Things. Oh, there you go. Yeah, from, <laughs> like, from Maynard. A, yeah, that's so a long check time. that out. That that yeah. is a pretty. Uh, I've heard good things about it. Yeah, it's great. It's a great book. Anyway, but, sorry, sorry. No, that's fine. Uh, Judas Priest celebrating their 50th anniversary next year. Yes. So pretty awesome. 
Uh, a lot of years. Mm-hmm. I know, right? And uh, it always makes me think of Marvin and stuff. Judas mm-hmm. Priest, he was one of the first ones that got me into Judas Priest. I remember him him and Mike doing Breaking the Law around mm-hmm. the apartment and shit oh, back in the day. Yeah. And uh, it's just one of those bands, and I, I've enjoyed seeing them throughout the years. I got to interview Rob Halford um, oh, yeah, yeah, two yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. And it's he's, he's such a gentleman and a really cool guy. Yeah. And just a really awesome uh, person. So <clears throat> more power to them. And they got a new album coming out. I'm sure it's going to be awesome. And side note, he had a badass holiday album that he released uh, this year. Yeah. And one of the new tracks was this track <laughs> called Donner and Blitzen. Wow. And it was like this super That's heavy metal. Party. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> uh, but it was super heavy metal uh, Christmas uh, song. And nope. it's actually really good. And it sounds like a real Judas Priest song. So if you get a chance, check it out. I thought it was pretty cool. He's just a funny guy. If you ever fo- if you want a funny Instagram to follow, yeah. follow Rob Halford on nice. Instagram. He's always like taking photos with kittens and doing just like Aww. funny funny shit. He's like a Aww. really cool guy. He's like I love that uh, I love that song. You know, I love how it goes uh, uh breaking the law. Breaking the law. I love that. Breaking the law. Yeah, it's like a smooth jazz version. Judas Priest, yeah. Yeah, smooth jazz. All right, speaking of smooth jazz. Smoothest priest. Dime Bash lineup is out. Dime Bash is. smoothest? The huge festival that goes on every year in honor of Dime Bag Daryl. And Dave Grohl is going to be headlining it this year. Uh, January 16th at the Observatory in Orange County, Santa Ana, California. So oh, check that out. Shout out Thanks. to uh, my buddy Jeremy Friesen, who's celebrating a year, uh, a year of being uh, a year of sobriety. Oh, right which on! Which is it very intense because a year ago, a doctor told him that if he had one more drink, he was literally going to die. Wow! And he is the hugest Dimebag Daryl fan I have ever met. In my entire, like hugest Pantera fan I've ever nice. Met. And he's an incredible drummer. But um, but yeah, so shout out to Jeremy. Right on! And uh, yeah, cheers to him. Well, you know, cheers of a glass of water. Glass of water uh, for sobriety. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. That's a tough thing to do, oh, yeah, you know. Yeah, and yeah. sometimes for your health, it's the best thing to do. Yeah. And that's a cool. Maybe he'll make it to the show. It's it's January. Uh, 16th uh, and it's kicking off nam too which is the um national association of uh, merchandise music merchandisers which has all like the guitar pedals like stuff that you know like our friends at got chalks music they'll go to the convention and they'll see all kinds of you know the new products of the year cool and this is like kind of the kickoff concert uh for the nam convention so that's Look, happening dave roll is a part of it he is. He's, <laughs> of course. He's headlining it, and he's doing a, his barbecue thing. He has a thing called Backbeat Barbecue, yeah. which is like a catering company that he does now where he barbecues at concerts and stuff. Oh, nice, nice. So if you up for a VIP ticket, you can do the thing with Dave Grohl afterwards. Oh, that's cool. Have some barbecue with him. Heck yeah. Bream the Horizon released a surprise album, actually. Uh, which is why it didn't show up on the Billboard chart stuff that I had. Mm. Uh, but they released a new album, which is one of the craziest, longest titles. I'm not even going to... You can just... Tie, it starts with music to listen to, mm-hmm. and then they go like to dance to, to blaze to, to pray to, and they just do all these different to things. To grind to. <clears throat> and it's eight songs, but some of them are... One's 15 minutes, one's uh, 25 minutes long almost. Whoa. It's very experimental for him. A lot of fans are kind of divided about it. It's like kind of ambient, electronic, um, and people are kind of like the some of the hardcore, you know, it's a very hardcore metal band, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so mm-hmm. some of the fans are not, you know, happy with it. So it's I don't know. Halsey on there, too. Yeah, it's got Halsey on there. So, yeah. it's in, you know, it's kind of a departure. So, yep. 
but I don't know. I think it might attract more people, and you know, who knows, yeah. right? Who are we to say, you know, with uh, could, that kind of shit? They could go either way. I mean, um, like Thrice, their their latest album, uh, that that one yeah, was totally little, different band now yeah. than way Thrice was in the beginning. You know, big time. Uh, I thought this was kind of cool that the uh, Slipknot drummer uh, Jay Weinberg got a, cu- a custom hockey mask to look wow. like his Slipknot mask, and they they mimicked it almost pretty pretty perfectly there and superimposed it on the hockey mask. Apparently, he's like a hardcore hockey player, and he was a goalie for a while. Oh wow! Yeah, and he owns um, a, a friend who owns a guitar shop. <clears throat> suggested that they start a team, and now he's been the goalie for the team for a while. And uh, he likes to play when he's not touring with Slipknot. He likes to play nice. hockey. So kind of cool anyway. So. Yeah, that's cool. Another cool little thing here. Look at this. White Stripes um, have released a Lego kit that you can buy, even though it's not an actual <laughs> branded Lego kit. Okay, that's they call awesome. It, they call it a block kit, yeah. and it lets you recreate the classic music video at home. The kit makes three designs and comes with instructions, and you can make a little Lego Jack White and a little Lego Meg White. Yeah, that's pretty dope. <laughs> it is kind of cool. That would yeah. be something cool to put on the mantle, you know? If I didn't hate Legos, I would I would think that's pretty <laughs> awesome. But it, for anybody that's ever stepped on a Lego piece on a hardwood floor, <laughs> fuck Legos. Even on the carpet. I oh, mean, man. even on the carpet, they're the worst. Henry's just now old enough, and he got two Lego sets for Christmas, and I'm... I don't want to open them. I don't (laughs) want to let him do it. No, we. When Lala was little, we were Lego free household because for that reason, and so like people would try to give him like these Lego sets. Is that really a thing? Like you guys are like, no, we don't want to have. Oh yeah, they're tiny pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kids can totally shove them up their nose, and then yeah, they hurt like hell when you step on them. Yeah, and if they, you know, I'm. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so glad that we actually um, one of our sponsors is the Italian. Lego knockoff called Prego, <laughs> and theirs are all vegan based. Uh, vegan based. Yeah, uh, Lego Sensible. blocks. Ah, oh, so if they go up your nose, it like dissolves. Yeah, yeah, they're made of a yeah, it, they're made of a part <laughs> part putty and then part cocaine. So at least ah, you get a good time out totally of it. Totally natural and plant based. Yeah, just exactly. Buy them to shove up their nose. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, you know. I mean, it works out pretty well. So shout out to Prego. Prego <laughs> the Lego. Prego. They the also make shitty uh, pasta sauce. Okay. Oh, they do. That's. <laughs> Oh, th- that's right! I forgot about it's that. An yeah, of that company. but it's actually it's it's pronounced Prego, <laughs> but it's spelled P R E I G J O. Wow! Yeah, and it's unique spelling. Portuguese company. Exactly. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, last story in the rock world this week, which was a really cool one. Uh, the lead singer of I Prevail, um, or excuse me, yeah, the lead singer pays off his dad's mortgage for Christmas. Nice. Um, he paid off his dad's um, debt on the house. And he said, you know, he's holding up this sign here. It says debt free. It's paid off. And apparently his dad was like a really hardworking guy his whole life and just never really gets to spend time with his mom at home. And so he wanted to pay off the house so he doesn't feel like he has to work all the time and, uh, you know, pay him back because he said, uh, quote, we're getting you out of that job and we're going to be able to spend all sorts of time with mom and us. You're not going to have to drive two and a half hours to work anymore. Oh my so 50 grand is going towards your mortgage to pay it off and starting the next chapter of everything. That's cool. And he said, quote, at the lowest point when I was ready to leave, I prevail. You pushed me to not let go of my dream and fight through the trauma. The least I can do now is try and pay you back for everything you've given me. So pretty cool, right? Yeah, I thought that's that was a cool, cool story. And I prevails up for a Grammy for uh, best metal performance. But, oh, yeah. But they are against... 
Tool and a bunch of other oh, yeah. really tough artists like Candlemass with Tony Iommi and stuff. I don't know if they're going to be able to prevail oh, <laughs> and win that Grammy. Will they <laughs> yeah. We shall see, I right? Prevail has not prevailed. We, yeah. Not yet. But the lead singer has with Could that be. move with his dad. I think that's awesome. I'd love to. Yeah, you really know, nice. shit. That's if really I was in cool. a position to do that, I'd love to do that, you know? Yeah. Uh, because that's like a, that's a really cool thing to be able to do, you know? Pay him back mm-hmm. for everything. Anyway, all right. So let's move on to this week. In music history trivia, guys. Ooh. So, it is Christmas time, of course. Now that it's over, we're getting into New Year's. But last week, Mariah's Carey, All I Want, or excuse me, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You hit number one on the Billboard Top 100 chart for the first time oh, yeah. since think, it was released. I think that's supposed to be 1998, not 58, right? No, hold on. No, no, this no, is no, Mar- no. making it the first time since 1958 what? where a Christmas song hit the number one spot on the popular oh. music charts. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see what the question is. I'm okay. Sorry. Oh, there he is. Hey, Aaron's joining us just in Aaron. time for trivia, too. <laughs> What's happening, man? Yeah, get get hop, hop over there on the seat. And Dahlia, too. What's up, Dahlia? You know you're doing Christmas trivia. Hey, hey there you go. Give me trivia, one of those. Dahlia. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold Come on. on. I will join you shortly. Joy. I'm waiting for some pizza to arrive, and they're taking forever. What's oh, happening? Shortly. All right. Fair Whoa. enough. Oh, oh, I also Charlie have like a knocked, little... knocked out my... Watch out, Char. Oh, it disconnected your headphone. We got a dog on the loose in the studio. It's it's uh, Charlie the rambunctious terrier terrier mix. Get on out of here, Charlie. Get, get it's not really a dog. It's a hobo that showed up at their doorstep three days ago and named <laughs> Charlie. Me. It's a yeah, test he smells from you. Either give me a Christmas present or a bottle of whiskey. And you <laughs> guys said, why don't you come on inside and be like our dog? Get on out of here now. All right. We'll pet you behind the ears, and every now and then you could use our shower. <laughs> use the shower for what? Who knows? We're, we're digressing too much here, Charles. All right, let's let's do the trivia here. Aaron, Aaron's here now. We can do the trivia. We'll start it over. Oh, okay. So oh, I have a guess as to what the original Christmas song is. Okay, well, I'll give you the three choices here that you guys can look at. I was going to say Blue Christmas. That's okay. my guess. All right. Hold on. <laughs> Last week, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You hit the number one spot on the Billboard Top 100 charts for the first time ever since it was released in 94, making it the first time since all the way back in 1958 where a Christmas song hit the number one spot on the popular music charts for the first time and set the record for the first time. So, what was the original number one Christmas song back in 1958? Was it it A, Blue Christmas from Elvis Presley, B, White Christmas from Bing Crosby, or C, the Chipmunks song from Alvin and the Chipmunks? Blue, white, or chipmunk. So think about 1958. All these artists pretty relevant around that time. Uh, It was, you know, they all had Christmas songs. Artists. I like how Alvin and the Chipmunks they're artists. really serious artists. artists. They really were. They really were. They were huge back then. kind of an asshole. They were always in the studio. um, Yeah. But he was just serious about the craft. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Alvin! All those voice lessons and, and <laughs> that's right. We used to record Dave, our voice right? on, Wasn't it on like a tape recorder, the, the leader guy of, and him. we would say it really slow, and then we would play it on the tape recorder and fast forward, so it would sound like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, Remember that? yeah, We'd that's be like, right. That's Who right. Broke my glass, Alvin. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> Patton Oswalt yeah. right, is a so super g- funny skit about the Chipmunks. <laughs> So Carmen <laughs> Carmen says Blue Christmas. All the way. Uh, I'm going with White Christmas. White Christmas from Bing Crosby. Crosby. That's Aaron's guess. Charles, what do you say? I'm actually going to go with um, 
and you can't see it because the, because the screen's kind of cutting off. Coked but D, uh, coked out David Crosby <laughs> came out with a song called Extra no. White Christmas. <laughs> the other Crosby, not Bing, but a coked Coke, out David. Coke fueled David Crosby. <laughs> Extra White Christmas. That could Extra be it. White. That could yep. be it. All right, let's see which one it is. I'll show you the <laughs> album artwork here. Yes! Oh. That's so sad. The chipmunks. Alvin! I thought you were gonna say that no. other song you came out with that it's uh it's it's snowing outside but it ain't winter. Oh, there you go, <laughs> nice. So that was yeah. well too, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, that was a, that was on the Billboard charts, man. The chipmunk song that was the first number one Christmas song on the top 100 charts. So and is... besides Mariah Carey's uh, new one, so yep. All fun, right. Fun wow. fact: the, the 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 three men who played the chipmunks. Actually died uh, after the first year of recording and performing that song because because of the incredible amount of helium they were sucking before. Is that true, Charles? Come on, oxygen was totally replaced by helium. They started to float away. That was it. They just put them in a bubble and just filled the bubble full of helium. They sang really slow, so when you sped it up, it sounded normal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what you have to do. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why currently today we are in the midst of a helium shortage. It's from Alvin and the Chipmunks. From Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, we don't really have chipmunks here in the Central Valley. Alvin! No, we got squirrels. We have squirrels. We got squirrels. Same thing. Squirrels. We got squirrels. We got squirrels. We got red hair, red tail squirrel. But we chipmunks, I had never seen flying squirrels. Mm-hmm. Flying ones, even those damn California squirrels. <laughs> it's just I hate them so much. All right, all right. Another trivia here for you guys mm-hmm. this week in music history trivia on December 26, 1968. All right. Ooh. This right. band begins their very first ever tour in the United mm. States where they are the opening act for Vanilla Fudge. Oh. Ugh. What Vanilla band Fudge. was it? Oh, gross. yeah. Vanilla Fudge. <laughs> oh, Vanilla Fudge is the worst. Vanilla Flavor Fudge. of Fudge. What was the opening band? Was it Pink Floyd, <laughs> The Rolling Stones, or Led Zeppelin? Oh, man, that's hard. This was their first ever tour of the United States, so they were not a household name yet. They were opening for Vanilla Fudge. Apparently, they had a big track at the time. They were the biggest UK group at the time, and they were the opening act. So what do you guys think? I'm going to go with Pink Floyd. I don't know why. Pink Floyd, okay. Goes together with... Vanilla fudge for some reason. Pink, like if you had something chocolate in there, you got a Neapolitan in a sense, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like after so much I like vanilla. your logic there. There's yeah. pink in between the vanilla and the fudge, right? Yeah, yeah. there you go. Be, or or after awesome. so much vanilla f- fudge, Floyd <laughs> turns pink. <laughs> That's two seconds before he shits himself. <laughs> used to work at a fudge factory, and vanilla was the worst. Yeah. It was just the worst one. For fudge, yeah. <laughs> Why? What do you mean? Oh, like worst tasting? Flavor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not a like... fan of white chocolate either. Like, oh, I'm not yeah. Really, I was gonna say white chocolate fudge <laughs> would be better than vanilla fudge. Mm. Yeah, no, no actual chocolate in vanilla. Is fudge. that what white chocolate is though? Like vanilla flavored chocolate extra. White chocolate is of... uh, cocoa butter. And my, that was Chris's. Mm. That, was, that was Chris's rap name in 1998. Cocoa butter? No, no. white chocolate. <laughs> I almost choked. When Chris said cocoa butter once, and I laughed so hard <laughs> that I choked. Remember that? I don't remember that. You're just saying it in a gross way, like. Cocoa butter. Oh yeah, yeah, like a fat person. And That's I right. Yeah. So hard that I choked and almost died. Oh, 
fun. Fudge. Oh, yeah. Christmas story. I'm going to say Rolling Stones because I'm wearing a Rolling Stones shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. Okay. I was going to say the same thing. I'm, I'm going to the Rolling Stones, <laughs> too. Aaron said Pink Floyd, and you're saying Rolling Stones, too. Yep. Well, you're all wrong. Because it's Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Vanilla oh. Fudge with Led Zeppelin. It's wow. been a long time. Look at there's the original poster. Uh, their very first ever U.S. tour begins in Denver, featuring Jimmy at. Page. <laughs> yeah, wow. right. Uh, they were they were known as the Yardbirds before, and then the New Yardbirds, and then they were Led Zeppelin, and they headed over to America for the first time, kicking off their tour. Nice. And Vanilla Fudge was known for their heavy cover of "You Keep Me Hanging On," so they they were popular at the time. One of the things that I wanted to point out, though, with Zeppelin on this tour, there was a band uh, on the uh, that opened actually played after Led Zeppelin. Led Zeppelin was the o- very opening band. Then there was another band called Spirit uh, mm. that actually had the song Taurus, which sounds very similar to the intro "Stairway to Heaven." If you guys remember a oh, while back, yeah. they that went to Zeppelin. court yeah, recently. That's right. uh, yeah. Because they sued, yeah. and Jimmy Page acted like, "Oh, we know, we don't know who they are, and yeah. I don't have any of their records." They opened for them. They were yeah. on their very first tour of the U.S., and so Jimmy Page kind of lifted. I, you know, think that he lifted that and tried to get away with it because he lifted a lot of shit. He, he covered original black U.S. musician blues players. Oh yeah, big time. Uh, and he covered ripped story, off, yeah. ripped off their, all their music, you know, on the first two Zeppelin yep. albums. So and we and we all love Led Zeppelin. Yeah, we, and this is from a Led, Led Zeppelin, Zeppelin fan. But I mean, you just yeah, got to know still, the facts, though. You got to know, yeah, where Jimmy Page was at and what was going on, and just kind of exactly like I love Millie Vanilli, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> Millie Vanilli. Well, I do. I do not love Millie Vanilli. <laughs> Look at the way that they wrote Led, Led, Led Zeppelin was such a nobody that they actually misspelled it. Led Zeppelin? On this. Led Zeppelin? <laughs> that is a, I had to look that up to make sure that was not fake, and that is actually true. Who's that Len Zeppelin guy? They spelled it L-E-N-Z-E-F-F-L-I-N. Len Zeppelin. Wow. So that just goes to show, you know, and then Led Zeppelin became one of the biggest rock bands uh, around, you know. So what a trip, right? All right, we got some more trivia for you guys. Uh, it's our 10-second trivia. So first up, we do our birthday trivia. We'll play a song clip here that's 10 seconds or less, and you Ooh. have to identify from those clips whose birthday oh. it is that we're celebrating this week. I know whose birthday it's it is. birthday yesterday. All right, well, hold no, on. I, okay. Hold right, on, hold I'll on. Just, okay. Don't always assume it's the lead singer when you hear the music from the band. It mm. could be any member of the band, so choose wisely. You have two hints for each clip, Okay. All right, so oh, the man. first the first clip here. This musician was born this week, December 29th. Can you identify who it is with this 10-second song clip here? Christmas, Christmas time is here. <laughs> it is not that, thank God. Oh, I know that is. Could be anybody in the band, but whatever your guess, you can go with Eddie Vedder if you like. Would you like well, a hint? The hint is the name of the album is 10, and the age they are turning is 55. 
Well, I know in all the, the members of Pearl Jam, there are these members. There's Eddie Vedder, and there's the guitarist, and there's <laughs> the drummer, and there's the bass player. There's the Pearl. And and that's right. their name. The Pearl and the Jam, and they're <laughs> all there. And they just go together. <laughs> hey, I'm, like, so, I'm sorry. I know you guys listen to our podcast. It's like a Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Like, there's, right? what was that? there's Hootie and the Blowfish, and, and then they have a drummer, too. Yeah. Hootie. <laughs> I think the drummer might be a uh, blowfish, too. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and he smokes a hoodie, for all we know. He smokes a hoodie. <laughs> he wears hoodies every hoodie. performance. He works at Hooters. <laughs> He's all right. Yeah. So, yes, it is Eddie Vedder. Yes, he yeah. is. He is turning 55 on December 23rd. Well, he did. Uh, Ooh, yeah. All right. So, uh, next up, this musician uh, was born this week as well. Uh, can you identify who it is with this 10-second... Song Cliff Burton. Poor Cliff. R.I.P. I got something to say. <laughs> all right. So the name of the album is Kill 'Em All. The age of the air turning is 56. Those are your hints. Nice. So what do you guys think? Whose birthday um, is it? Hmm. Hmm. Kevin Cronin's mm. birthday tomorrow. Happy birthday, Kevin. That's right, Kevin. Happy birthday, man. He's a musician. You know what? <laughs> I can't I can't say Kirk Hammett because Kirk Hammett might be 56, but since he looks like he's like fucking 31 years old, <laughs> can't go with him. Um, I'm going to go with a, with a really angry and usually pissy all the time Lars Ulrich. All right. What are you going with, Aaron? What do you say? Mm. Napster! Mm. Napster! Napster. Napster. I don't know. Maybe Charles. I'll, go, I'll agree with Charles. Go All right. Lars. Good old Lars. Oh, that sounds, oh that far that away. Yeah. Look. Oh, Hercules. Hercules. There he is. Lars' birthday this week. Fifty-six. Look at that. Lars. That's face. a funny name. Napster. Where are you from? Napster. Far away. <laughs> Just know my name and I hear you say. All right. So next up is <laughs> birthday movie trivia. These uh, are movie clips, uh, 10 seconds or less, and you have to identify from those clips whose birthday it is we're celebrating this week. It could be any voice you hear on the quote. You'll have three hints for each clip. Nice. So let's do this one first. What do we got? Alex Trebek. Oh, shit, I didn't write this Mm -hmm. stuff down on this. (laughs) I I think I know this off the top of my head, though. Okay, here, we'll play it. Here's your movie clip. They got beat down. They lost their rock. Denzel. They lost their money. The message from Hillside probably going to smoke them. I mean, Jesus, what more you want? Mm-hmm. I want justice. Ha-ha. Is that not justice? That man. It's justice. his birthday. He's a Capricorn. Oh, wait, wait, wait. But it may not be Denzel Washington. It is, It though. might be somebody from the movie, right? It is. It is him. Trust me. Yeah. It's Ethan Hawke. Carmen, er, Carmen is correct. Oh, this is the oh. wrong photo that I have here. Uh, oh, is, that, Nigel's is that John Travolta day? in the front? Did I skip Nigel it? is a Capricorn. You no, know? yeah, because... Nigel. Yeah. Nigel's the Capricorn. And All right, so I'll play the, the I'll play the next one here. Uh, since it's, it's the Denzel Washington two totally distinct types of visionaries. It's like fire and Derek. ice, basically. You see, and I feel my role is to, in the band is to be kind of in the middle of that, kind of like lukewarm Harry water. Shearer. Harry, I know it does look like John Travolta yeah. right there. Harry Shearer, yes. But Nigel in the yeah. band is the Capricorn, so it could have been him. It could have been. Remember when she does the charts? That's right. The goat boy. Yeah. Uh, but Harry Shearer, who does all the voices for the Simpsons characters you see there, 
does Mr. Burns, he does Flanders, he does Smithers. His birthday is this week as well. Nice. <laughs> I, I switched up the photos Excellent. on this, uh, on that one anyway. Anyway, so, all right, so let's get to our best of 2019. So, cool. did you guys, uh, I know it was kind of last minute and I had everybody kind of think of some stuff. I had a little difficulty thinking of a couple things, but... I don't know. Over overall, I think 2019 was a pretty cool year for m- music, oh, movies, yeah. TV. It would seem like there was a lot of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just do my stuff real quick, and then you guys can do yours. The top albums for me of 2019, I really like the new Tool album, Fear Inoculum. Of course, that was number one for me. Mm-hmm. But a couple surprises for me this year were Swerve Driver coming out with their first album in over 20 years, Future Ruins. That was really cool. And Iggy Pop also doing a new album. Uh, this year it was called free and it was almost kind of like a spoken word nice very mellow uh album not something that you would uh, kind of expect from him it yeah. seems like he's at a you know unique time in his career in his life and it was kind of a cool album to listen to and also pink floyd's the later years box set nice. that they came out with a lot of really cool stuff uh so that was something that i enjoyed you know um, speaking of spoken word we, we there's uh, there hasn't really been too much coming out of a uh, jello by opera these days huh not really. He's doing a podcast. Oh, okay. He does a podcast now, uh, so it seems like he gets Political. a lot of his stuff out there. Yeah, just kind of like talking about all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, that's a good point. Uh, he really hasn't been too active these days. Uh, top concert event of 2019 for me was Aftershock Festival, just kind of in general. It was, I think, one of the best years they had uh, overall. And also seeing the original Misfits uh, oh, with yeah. Glenn Danzig was pretty awesome. That was a pretty cool thing that I never thought I'd be able to see. Uh, my favorite new artist was this uh, band called Slow Pulp out of Chicago. They're oh. kind of lo-fi. They're kind of like shoegazy. They're kind of female lead singer. They're really cool, and I think they're going to do big things, and they had their debut album this year. Nice. It kind of came out of nowhere for me. So uh, Slow Pulp, yeah, check them out. Then also favorite movies of 2019 – a couple of them for me were Midsommar, which Great was, uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Intense. Uh, uh, if you guys are into, you know, trippy kind of horror um, stuff, I, I would definitely recommend it. Check it out. Uh, not for everyone, though. No, I, I will no, say no. that a lot of people probably would be kind of whatever uh, about it. So, But it was, a, I, I like movies that take risks and do new things, and it was a very cool setting uh, of that movie, so check it out. Yeah. Also, The Irishman, really enjoyed that. The Rise of Skywalker, we just saw. I enjoyed that one as well. And TV shows, uh, The Mandalorian, really blew, oh, yeah. blew me away. Great show. Uh, me and Aaron have been yeah. like bin, binge-watching that. Uh, and speaking of that, the last Super episode dope, came yeah. out today. We got to watch it Yeah, uh, sometime I've, soon. I haven't seen uh, – I've seen all the episodes but episode 7. I'm not, I'm not there yet. So. Oh, yeah. So you're talking about episode 8 because they've only – Yeah. Okay, Episode yeah. 8's the final one. And yeah. it came out today, I Good think. Good show. So, yeah, I didn't watch that one yet. Yeah, so we got to watch that. Um, and then Game of Thrones, of course, came to the finale this year, earlier in the year. Yeah. That was a big deal. Um, Watchmen, the new series on HBO, actually oh, kind of surprised me, and I enjoyed it. Uh, out of all the HBO stuff this year, that's one of the ones that stood out for me. So uh, what do you guys think? I don't know, starting with whoever wants to go. What were your guys' kind of favorites of 2019? After you. Oh, oh wait, no, um, I, can, I mean, I can. You've got like a whole you. list there, right? I like Tool. Right? I, I mean, do. Tool. Yeah. You got Tool there. That was a dope album as far as rock goes. Uh, Slipknot was cool this year. Oh, yeah, yeah that's that right. That was a cool album. You know? Their first um, new album that was a really solid album from yeah. them in like over 10 years. Yeah. 
That was good. Starts off dope. strong. Uh, yeah. I didn't go see any concerts this year myself, so I can't speak to that. Didn't you go to the um, drag show a couple weeks ago? Any events, though? Did you do any, like, you know, big events or anything like that, maybe? Maybe not concert-wise, you know, anything? Mm. You saw Ricky Martin last month. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, what the fuck did I do in 2019? Maybe I... No events. Hey, you know, sometimes it doesn't happen, you know? Yeah. yeah I, don't think I, I don't think I went anywhere this year. Yeah, you came over here. Yeah, I came over here a couple times. <laughs> yeah, you hear me sing all the time. Crawled back into my hole. <laughs> you do a lot of but, projects uh, though, woodworking and stuff yeah, too, I though, right? I mean, you did a lot of shit this year, and working on graphic design. Aaron does all the graphics for us at the podcast, yep. and he's working on some really cool shit that Hell we're trying yeah. to do with some uh, characters for us, and maybe some YouTube type videos that we may have for you guys in the coming year. So. Uh, stay tuned for that. Yeah, commercials, all yeah. kinds of cool shit. We're just doing. landed the deal with, uh, with uh, Krill Reserve. Krill Reserve, we do oh, do nice. our first official <laughs> I love commercial. Those guys. Mm, yep. Yeah, I love so those good. guys. Yeah, it's gonna be great. So yeah, um, you're an yeah, like you were saying, uh, Mandalorian's dope. Yeah, Mandalorian as far as TV shows. Yeah, you're saying Mr. Robot too, right? I haven't seen it yet. I the finale. Kinda, yeah, I was. Uh, I kind of got behind a few seasons, so I've been binging it lately to catch up, and it pretty dope show yeah final season this year for mr robot i've been a fan of that show since the beginning it's really surprised me man i can't believe usa was the one that the network that did that show yeah they yeah they they do some good stuff every now and then i like i always like those uh those shows like snowfall and uh oh yeah they had a wu-tang series this year i don't know right that was good too i like all on showtime you know i want to see that one series Mm -hmm. on showtime and on uh hulu right or something yeah uh what was on they have the the two wu-tang one was on hulu yeah yeah and it shows them at a younger age with other actors portraying them yeah but then they also have a wu-tang documentary on showtime that's all the original guys just kind of talking and reminiscing and going through the band's history Mm -hmm. both are worth watching they're both really cool uh, what else? Uh, favorite movies? Did you see uh, you know any movies that stood out that came out this year? I didn't. You, you already saw Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. Hell yeah! That was pretty awesome. We saw it on Christmas Eve. <laughs> I'm waiting for the the all the audience to die down a little bit. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It wasn't too bad. There was maybe like 20 people in the theater. Oh, that's not bad. It wasn't. You know. Oh, okay. For the middle of a day on Christmas Eve, I thought there'd be a lot more people there. Yeah, but it wasn't that bad. But no, it was really good. And, and it ties it. It ties together a lot of stuff. It answers a lot of questions. Nice. Just in the last couple of days, I've been hearing. I've heard three different people talk about that series, Witcher. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it's good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious yeah. about. Is it. that on Amazon it. now or something? I want to say um, it's Netflix. It's on Netflix. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's based original. on the video game. Yeah. And the, the book. game. I guess the, the book yeah. Too. Yeah. And the the book is the one that inspired the game. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like a, a a whole series. Yeah. From Netflix, right? Okay. Yeah. That's cool. I remember my buddy Tim at work talking about that, now that you mention it. So. I'm not a big um, Henry Cavill fan either, but some some friends of mine were like, no, it's a really good show. That bald actor guy? Yeah, the, the guy who plays, no, the guy who plays a Superman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, he, my he, bad. That's who plays the guy, the main guy in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not a big fan of his, but I again, you know, it's anyone can surprise you. Right on. Um, Carmen, what about you? Favorite stuff of 2019. Hmm. Uh, my favorite TV show is still Schitt's Creek. 
Oh yeah, with Eugene Levy and and Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. Their fifth season was this year. Holy shit! It came out way back wow. in January. I remember. Yeah, and it's so good. And this fifth season centers around like Moira is directing. Uh, Cabaret and Stevie is starring in it as <laughs> Sally Bowles, and that's it's a great show. Really if you fucking guys haven't good, seen like really, Schitt's really Creek good is show. Hilarious. It, it really is. is. My it in-laws is. even like it. it. Really my, is. my in-laws are visiting right now, and the hardest thing is always to decide what to watch. Yeah, on what TV you can all while you're watch. sitting around because yeah. everybody likes. It is one different. of those shows that like you and me could watch with everybody mom and dad, and it. everybody would like it. It's you know? just funny, and also nine hundred two one zero this year was really good, and I'm mad that it's not coming. back. Oh yeah, that fucking reboot. Yeah, that was a crazy. It was really good, actually. I thought they did a lot better job than most people were expecting, and they but yeah, they didn't get picked up for a second season. So right on, too bad. But that's um, cool though. I mean, hey, you enjoyed it, you know, and it was yeah. cool. They took some risks. I remember you t- describing the way they were doing the story on that. Yeah, it was, it like was meta really unique. Kind yeah, of thing yeah. Of like, yeah, the show was about them doing a like show. now, like you in know. their lives now, yeah. like talking about like doing a show while they're doing the show. Yeah. Oh wow! I didn't have any favorite movies because I don't get to go to movies because we have a child and we just don't go. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Um, and I yeah, I don't know albums and events. I any music that struck you as like you know like any anything mm-hmm. that grabbed your attention this year as far as like a track or an artist. Just off the top of your head, no big I, deal. I, if it, I, if I think Billie Eilish is pretty cool. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's oh, a yeah. good one too. That's yeah. like that. That honestly, yeah, that's up there impressive. for favorite new artist. Really yeah, good. I may not know all her <laughs> tracks and all that stuff, but I appreciate her taking risks. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, breaking down a lot of like kind of things. You know, I like how she's wearing the baggy clothes because she doesn't want to show off her body it's and just a fresh style. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she fresh has such day. like Pop. integrity about her that yeah. she like I really respect her, you know? Yeah. Like she has a really beautiful voice on it. She, yeah. yeah, she's got a great voice. She collaborates with her brother as like a main he's like the main yeah, songwriter producer together. guy. Oh yeah. He, he plays guitar while she sings kind of deal. You could tell it's coming from a real and honest place. She's and a huge uh, PETA member yeah, too. Yeah, she was like PETA's a, voice of the year this year. Yeah. For outspoken against animal cruelty and stuff, so very cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, did, did you get cool. go through yours, Charles? Yeah, I got a I got a list here. All right. So go through it. A get a heads up. So favorite movie. So this is gonna be for me. It's gonna be a toss up between uh, Netflix's The King and um, Oh yeah, and which is an amazing movie about Henry V. It's Was just, that with um, the just, guy from? Um, Dude, F- fucking Sons of Anarchy? No, I you know what? It, it, no, there's a bunch of actors in there, a bunch of famous actors that are in there, but the dude who plays Henry V is going to play fucking Paul Atreides in the new Dune. And oh, that wow. is going to be amazing Oh, the new Dune yeah, movie is going to be dope. Anybody who knows me and my sisters, my family, my mom, you know, who just passed away this year, but we are huge huge Dune fans, and and not only the books, the David Lynch version, but the David though. Lynch version is like our favorite version. Uh, I mean, I mean, we, we hated the sci-fi series; it was just horrible. But we're big fans of the books, and we're really looking forward to the new. But anyway, the, he's, he's the same actor. Yeah, guy. same actor is going to play Paul Atreides. Young Paul Atreides nice. is a guy who plays Hen- Henry V. Great, great. I gotta movie. check that out. We got uh, really Netflix. good. We gotta gotta watch that one. Really good movie. And so it's a toss-up between The King and Joker. I love Joker. Oh, yeah. I thought Joker was Joker was dope. Yeah, Joker was Dude, amazing. Dude, that's got to be up there for yeah. me, too. I was, jo- Joker was amazing. Yeah, I was, to- I was totally stuck. I don't I- like superhero shit, and oh, yeah. that was like a big uh, thumbs up for me. Ugh, like, blew me away. That was it's such an in-depth, crazy character that yeah. Joaquin Phoenix fucking nailed it. Oh, yeah, big time. And De Niro in there. It was just like a great... 
it was like a sta- it's one of those standalone films that I think will just always kind of be you know its own thing. Oh yeah. At its own time, it was a huge movie, and there's nothing like it. Out no, there. no, not at all. Yeah, yes. nothing. The superhero movies have gotten kind of ridiculous. I think this was one of the yeah. answers to that. It was. There are way too it many was. of them. Yeah. <clears throat> the superpowers are, are getting ridiculous. What other superpower can we introduce? Yeah, spaghetti hands. Yeah, and then just the... <laughs> yeah, Joker, Joker was kind of more, you know... Gritty. Yeah, yeah and real. Yeah, that uh, sh- fucking laser beams and shit. Yeah, it was yeah, real. Yeah, 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 one, though, yeah, that yeah. came yeah. out with, like, Ellen Page on Netflix. It was, like, uh, she plays the violin. Her name's, like, Vanya, and that's, like, her superpower she discovers. Oh, I love that oh, show. Oh, oh, that the one... Oh, really I love show. that show so much. Uh, I, mean, I, I don't know when that uh, came out, but What's that the was name really of that good. show? They got the monkey guy, and then the yeah, and it's like I, a half like, monkey. Really the guy from like the band is the one that started stuff. it. He's, oh, it's good. That was good. Yeah. Based on a graphic novel series. It was, like, the something club or the something... Yeah. God damn it. I'm trying to think of the guy from the band that started it. Man, great. It's right off the tip of my tongue. Great show. I love that. That's cool. That was a really good show. That was this year, too, right? I think it was last last year. It was last year. year. Yeah. So my favorite show, um, like, you know, I, of course, could say The Mandalorian because I really like that. But what I guess probably what what, if I'm going to say the show that I've watched the most that was like a big hit for me that's been in in it around for a long time, but we just discovered it and we watch it like crack addicts to like Mm. till we pass out. It's um, it's it's on um, National Geo. And it's called Life Below Zero, and it's a show. What's about it about? It. It's a. It's actually a reality show, believe it or not. But it's about people who live in Alaska, and it's like a, It's like maybe they follow the lives. Oh of like shit! Four we were people. talking about this the other day. Oh, oh man. no, not the. That was Alaska: The Last Frontier. Oh, the one with, Jew, okay. the one with Jules. Oh yeah, family. Yes. Jules, yeah, with Jules family. family, and she sings the opening. Somebody intro had mentioned shit. what? Yeah. It, Something came. Oh, was it a Jules song came on? Or yeah, something? it was on we my like, '90s channel. Somebody was like, "Whatever happened to Jules?" Yeah, exactly. Our conversation sounded like Beavis and Butthead's <laughs> conversation. We were uh, listening like the Jules. Jewel. Yeah, the Jules. Jewel song. Song. I don't know. It's you on that Alaska show. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. Umbrella Academy was the name. Umbrella. Of that. There Academy. you go. Oh, I love that. And that Gerard, I think Gerard Way is maybe the guy that was from My Chemical Romance. Yeah, that played his first show in seven years. He's the one that created oh, the yeah, Umbrella yeah, that's Academy. Right. That's right. He used I to write this, the, the comics yeah. on the tour bus. Yeah, yeah. And he right. had this whole crazy idea for these crazy superhero comics characters, right? And, it's really uh, good. Yeah. Oh, that was a great yeah. show. It blew me away. Yeah. So favorite album, you know, it could, come on. Everybody knows. If you know me, you know it's going to be Fear Inoculum. <laughs> Wasn't um, Taylor Swift's Lover Lava. Lava. Um Favorite song, actually... Um, I saw that Ariana Grande CD on your passenger seat. <laughs> oh, yeah? I know. That was Good the, workout music. That was the crossover <laughs> one that she that she did with uh, Lars Ulrich. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and David Crosby. And David Crosby. And Coke-fueled David Crosby. So my favorite song of the year, uh, you know, before it was Invincible, now I, I'm, I'm up there with you, Chris. I think Seven Empus or Tempest, however you'd like to... So that's a great song. That's yeah, a, that I just, killer, right? Yeah, just kind of great, greatest favorite concert had to be Aftershock because not only did I get to hang out with my good friends Chris and Dahlia, but also Lalo, my son Lalo was there. Yeah, and he had a sick. It was pretty time. special. We had a great time. Tool was amazing, and really, I've always for years since you introduced me to them, Chris, I've always wanted to see Baby Metal. And I got to see Baby Metal, so that was super dope. The lineup was over the top this year for oh, Aftershock. It, it was, was great. great. It uh, was so good. It was one of the best ones ever. So, yeah, it was, it was just a cool event all around. 
favorite uh, new artist discovery. This isn't a new artist. This, I just I just basically ha- I've heard of them for years and years. But and yeah, years. that's what I meant. Like you discover, yeah. you know, what artists you discover exactly. like, for ha- the f- first time. Blew me the fuck away, and I listen to it all nonstop now. It's an Aesop rock. Oh I'm, yeah, I'm a huge Aesop rock fan now. I can't, I just can't stop listening to. It. Yeah, I mean, on. none shall pass. I think played on my um, oh, yeah. my, dude. My I, yeah, I bought that CD. I remember oh, when that one came out. Like, uh, I remember buying th- those. Were hard to find, dude. Oh, that, so when, amazing. That that guy, um, Mystery and, Fish. Uh, there's another song called Kirby that he de- that he uh, dedicates to his cat. He's got a video about it. <laughs> cat named Kirby. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. Okay. It's amazing. It's called Hey Kirby. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's dope. Aesop Rock is like one of the best, like kind of lyricist. Uh, yeah. I don't know what his real name is, um, but I'm he's he's sure. great. If you guys are into like, you know, independent style hip hop, yeah, uh, with a conscious conscious lyrics and impressive vocabulary, uh, vocabulary, oh, yeah, God, check yeah. it out. He's he's yeah, okay. and big dope time. beats. Oh, big time. Love Good for stuff. studying for the SATs. And then a uh, favorite pod- yeah. favorite podcast <laughs> is, uh, is this would be favorite co- podcast is the Garage Rock Show. Oh, really? So, well, <laughs> so I got it. So I got it because uh, uh, Daisha said that she would finally listen to this podcast if I if I if I listed her favorite things. So, uh, so this is this shout is Daisha. So uh, TV for TV, Mindhunter. She gave give a shout out to Mindhunter season two. Uh, Mindhunter, if you guys haven't seen that show, it's a pretty sick show. About these, that one. these two FBI agents that start profiling, uh, they're the first uh, FBI serial killer profilers, oh, and so it's and it's like a based on yeah. a true story. Uh, so Mine Hunter, uh, the her favorite movies was two movies: The King, because uh, The King was super dope, and then uh, Brit- yeah. Britney runs a marathon. Wait, real oh, quick. I love that one. Wait, real quick yeah. about Mine Hunter. That was the original inspiration for Silence of the Lambs. Oh, it, was it? Yeah, Mine Hunter oh, was uh, the 1980s film. Oh, that was okay. before Silence of the Lambs. That's the name of the actual book. Oh, okay. Is Mindhunter. Oh, I have to tell Ladeisha that. I'm pretty sure. I think that's what. Yeah, and and it's based on like what you're saying, serial oh. killers, and it was Hannibal Lecter. It's a great show. And that's what Mind Mindhunter's based on. Yeah, she binge season two. I haven't even watched an episode of it, and I really liked it. I was I was a little depressed about that. Britney runs a marathon. It's really good. Yeah, that's what we, she said. We watched that and decided to run the uh, Beta Breakers race. Oh, start. that's cool. Yeah, she said it's <laughs> not very a marathon. Uplifting. Yeah, it's very cute. Yeah. yeah, true story too, right? Jillian from yeah. Workaholics is the oh, okay. star, yeah. and she plays this kind. I of... I haven't just... heard much about it. It's cute. Yeah. Uh, she said a book. She wanted to put her a book in there. Favorite book? Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called The Ruin by Dervla McTiernan. Okay. Ah. Derv. Dervla McTiernan, and then she said for music, um, Daniel Tiger songs. <laughs> Daniel so Tiger you know songs. Daniel Tiger, yes. right? Uh-huh. Yeah. You know. No, who's that? So He's, Daniel Tiger was uh, so in Mister Rogers' neighborhood. Um, there was King Monday, and there was Daniel Tiger's dad. I forgot who who's, who the, the name is, but so it's all a spinoff. The, you know of the Mister pu- Rogers? Yeah, the puppets. That Mr. Rogers had in the little town. In the yeah, land of make believe. Okay. Yeah, land of make believe, yeah. exactly. So PBS did like this weird offshoot where they have all of their kids, all of the kids of those <laughs> original Mr. Rogers. Oh, yeah. And okay. it's called Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. And they even How sing funny. like a. Like the songs are very Mr. Ro- even the theme yeah, songs. Yeah, like right. Mr. Rogers what's the one song I know thing. from that is like adults always come back. It's just yeah. Like, no, it goes grow. Yeah. 
come back. Yeah, so, that's, that's so funny that you said that because those songs get stuck in your head, right? Yeah. And so we, we do this. So like in the, in the song Grown Ups Come Back, like the, the kids go, what about when you go to school? Yeah. And the mom goes, well, we'll come back because that's mm-hmm. the rule. Well, like I did yeah. a little spin on it and, and I was like, what about when you go to court? And like, we'll come back because you're a sport. Not when yeah. you have a deadbeat dad. So yeah, so being parents, you know, you know, Garmin, you know what Daniel Tiger's good. He's all Daniel about Tiger. regulating his emotions. Yeah. And like Yeah, exactly. He gets angry yeah. but like counts to ten. If you have to go potty, stop mm-hmm. and go right away. Mm-hmm. Just stop and Great go advice. right away. Yep. Exactly. Don't wait. Yep, so that's that Even was that was her list. So all right, cool. Nasha, happy yeah. birthday, happy and, birthday, Nasha. And Dahlia's joining us. Looks like you got a list, Dahlia. Ooh. Um, I do. I have a weird list, though. Oh, that's are we cool. Doing like a we're all about weird lists. Oh yeah, favorites we are. Of the year, uh, like oh, favorites of the year. Uh, no, my well, number what, one. What's your list? Whatever you got. Um. Oh my God, mine's lame. <laughs> number one was discovering mochis. <laughs> oh, mochis, the ice cream with like the rice flour. Oh, yes. oh, have you ever had real mochi, not the ice cream, but actual oh. mochi? Just the, just well, it's the ice cream with the dough yeah. Yeah. around it. No, no, you take the, you know, the dough that mm-hmm. that pounded rice dough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you take that dough, you can get it, and you fry it up in a little yeah. bit of oil, and you dip it in a mixture of soy sauce and sugar, and really? it is the best thing ever. Oh yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> oh. That yeah. is awesome. That sounds good. They do a whole like pounding the mochis thing at UC Merced, like in November or December. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the really mm-hmm. whatever time that is, they, this, it's like a thing. There's this other thing they do. Uh, it's yearly, like this Asian fest uh, event that it's a kids event, and they let all the kids pound out the uh, mm-hmm. the mochi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow! I, it's a good so community thing. It's yeah. a new discovery for me. I'm yeah. like new to it, like yeah. the last three or so months. Fun fact: pounding the mochi <laughs> is what David Crosby <laughs> called it when he would step into the tour bus bathroom. <laughs> I gotta mochi. pound the mochi. I'll be right back. <laughs> 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 Holy moly! That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, mochi ice cream is really good. The little ice cream balls. Yeah. My number two <laughs> is. Discovering Marie Kondo. Have you? Do you guys know who she is? Yes. No. If it doesn't bring you joy, throw it out. Throw it out. Oh, she's like organized. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 She's awesome. I mean, it's like she'll fold her socks and she'd be like, "Thank you. You've offered me like good joy socks, and now it's time to repurpose you." It's oh, all nice. about organization and mindfulness. And yeah. 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 And I think that's awesome. What about like Living Huga? Have you ever no, heard it's that? Dope. It's a Swedish thing. No, I haven't. Yeah, it's yeah, it's Living really Huga. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's spelled weird because everything Swedish is spelled weird. <laughs> but you know, it's spelled like Prego, like our, new, our our Lego sponsors. I heard you was that P R E I something about a J and an O, oh, no, right? P R E I G A G J O yeah P R E I Mm-hmm. Uh, what else, Dahlia? What else you got? Oh my God! Okay, um, I discovered the Tasty app on Instagram. Tasty. That was the fun. What? It's called uh, Tasty. 
It's an app on Instagram, okay. and oh. they have all these different recipes, and like ah. nothing is good for you, and they have this new, like... <laughs> nothing is good for you. No, so they have yeah. this, like... <laughs> pan, and yeah. It, it's, like, so yeah, creative. Yeah, she showed me all that stuff, yeah. There's, like, this new one the I want to do for New Year's Eve. Ooh, yeah. They have this new one where you tie, like, bacon in a knot, and then you... <laughs> <laughs> like make this parmesan dough and you tie that with the bacon and not you bake it and it's like amazing oh anyway, nice nice wow tasty up uh what else what else do i have here uh trader joe spices thank you aaron oh it's like yep. my new thing now we we nice. did the open sesame with chicken oh nice uh spices that you got uh you and danielle Got us for Christmas. Yeah, That's got us awesome. a spice collection. Right. It's uh, all about spices. Joe's. We're the so spice old. Spices are like awesome to us these days. We <laughs> yeah. buy all of our clothes. From I mean, it really, it's a game changer. Yeah, it, it's a big deal. Oh yeah, we have our spice cabinet on lock right nice, now. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> You don't let them get hard every every couple of weeks. You gotta no. go shake them up a little bit, dude. She... You gotta pound the mochi if you will. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, why not? Might as well. My list is lame. <laughs> Um, <laughs> my next one is discovering who Philip Glass was. I never knew who he was, but in the composer musician, he's a composer. He's fucking amazing. Check him out. Yeah, he's he does awesome. That's all I want to listen to. Movie soundtracks and uh, original works as well. But it's like kind of ambient piano and uh, cool stuff. Yeah, nice. he's he's amazing. He's one of those glass half full guys. Yes, <laughs> right. Uh, favorite movie was Doctor Sleep of the Year. Oh, I yeah, that Dr. was Sleep. awesome! Shit, I totally uh, forgot about you know, that. Uh, you're not gonna like this. I re- I, oh, I, you didn't like it? No, I read. You know what? You read I the read book the book first. twice. I read the book twice. Oh. I, I never and read that book. And it's and it. And so your expectations deviates. are. It deviates considerably. It starts off strong and then it deviates like a lot, like a lot of Stephen King movies that just goes right off the rails, and that's what happens with that movie. Yeah. And Daisha and I both read that book, and it's probably one of the better, it's probably one of the better horror novels I've ever read in my entire life. It's that good. And and uh and, and it, we we watched the movie and we got halfway through and we were like, oh man, they're really going off the rail on this one. And towards the end, it was just kind of like this isn't even the same. Yeah. So I I know exactly what you're talking about because we watched all of the Stephen King uh, movies of books that I have read to date, and yeah. I was like, nah. Yeah, nope, yeah. Nope, nope. I want to leave. I think, it but really, I didn't read this yeah. one, and I oh, watched the movie, so and I and was like, oh, it. I liked it. I and liked see, this. That's the thing. I think if you don't read the book and you watch it. As a movie for kids, what it don't is, read. <laughs> no, <laughs> that is not the point Dumb. I'm making. <laughs> Man. But it, it. it it skewers your um you know your perception of the characters and 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 the storyline and the book is always going to be far superior I think yeah. to the movie. I don't think there's ever an instance where the movie's better than the book. You Ooh, know, I'm gonna try yeah. and find one. Oh, the Ninth Gate. The Ninth Gate is better than the book. I wonder if there. Oh, are really? Any. Yeah, the Ninth Gate. Maybe is... that's a good thing that we should yeah. ask like for another. Maybe the next episode yep. or the w- one in the future is that what movie is better than the book? Yeah, you know? the the Ninth Gate is based on a book called The Club Dumas, which is a great book, it. but the movie's better. I got it. What's that? <laughs> the Grinch that stole Christmas. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> nice. That's probably true, especially the latest one. That's actually yeah. probably Benedict true. Especially know. a lot of the older actually, ones that are based on old fuddy-duddy stories. You know? the guy? That one's a dark It's pretty one. disturbing That's looking dark. in it, isn't oh, it? Yeah. It probably scares yeah. kids. The newer one has like Veronica Mars in, in it, and it's good. 
<laughs> yeah. All right. My next thing is 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 my newfound appreciation of Curb Your Enthusiasm because I watched oh. it for years. I just rewatched like the season from like 2017 or oh, 18. I was like, show. oh my god, it's I coming out new season next. So my oh, re- nice. my realization is that oh my god, I have a twisted sense of humor and I need to monitor that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I watch Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Curb oh, Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, those I'm are like, all. Hey, I watch all that shit. <laughs> love those shows. I need to you not need to do this in my real life. Yeah. No, but I think that's it's. Great to like that's it's awesome. <laughs> it, it's yeah, you're watching it, you know, as a form of entertainment. It doesn't have to be yeah. real life, right? Talia I mean, just has an HR bench. So <laughs> I know, like, I, I do. Can't say these things out loud to people. I can't. And I was like, mm, bite yeah. my tongue all the day because this is what I want to say to you right now. Because yeah. I just watched Larry David yesterday, and this yeah. is what I want to say. <laughs> Cannot, but want to. Oh yeah, you gotta watch. You gotta watch yourself. <laughs> it's kind of a crazy time right now i mean there's just so much shit out there that we're we're finding shit that's brand new to us that might might have been around now for five yeah. ten years oh, big like, time. Yeah, exactly. like we've just been talking about and big time i'm like yeah i i'm more into bands from five years ago and stuff uh yeah we were talking about that than anything brand new you know we, yeah, yeah we find we I'm find series from a few years ago because they're all on netflix and whatever now you could watch them all and yeah Yep, yep. Yeah, we it's find it every year. You find really something s- out, you know. I don't go like out and see b- new movies when they come out, yeah. like you and Dahlia do. Uh, well, we try to. Oh, you know, we. I don't know. It's just one of those things. We like, make an effort to do that. Usually, yeah. it's like I kind of a date thing for us. It's like a date yeah. thing, you know. <laughs> no, that's yeah. cool. Oh, I got a special shout out. Actually, I got to throw this out there. But season four of a Rick and Morty is pretty dope. Oh, yeah. it's is really that good this year. note? Is that already coming out? Or no, you have to. Unfortunately, like. I don't have a cable provider, so I, I, I watch some on Adult Swim, and there's a couple of episodes that are locked to me right now. But I watch the first three episodes, and it's it's well, on point. Well, it's we have a cable point, provider, Morgan. Charles. You can oh, come over nice. here and watch him watch there him here. You go. Nice. <laughs> Does he like to just stand there and? Yeah, he just cables. he actually Jim Carrey. He he actually like. turns he turns <laughs> the um yeah. <laughs> it's just a, a thing of cable nice. uh, with a wheel on it. Nice. And just, it like just goes operator. into an you tell endless him what hole. Channel you want to go to, oh, and yeah. he pl- removes the plug out of one channel and puts it into another. Yeah, there oh, you go. He's like done. a switchboard operator. I like that. And his but name once is in a Cable. While, you guys have to go to Medieval Times. And oh, I love that. Battle oh, it out. God, and battle awesome. it out. Yes. Oh, I love that place. Keep it going. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Remember, we were supposed to go there, Chris, for our senior year trip, and it totally oh, yeah, got, it got bungled, and it like, got canceled. Supposedly, that guy, the fucking dude who was like in charge of the money, like he's like embezzled the money or some shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, he, he ruined I love trip. that Netflix Who special. That? It was Steve Gomes was, or whatever, oh. Mr. Gomes. And isn't he a superintendent? Yeah, he's yeah. Like a, oh, wow. I saw him at the grocery store. The Dude, other day. we yeah, he like we mis- had... he mishandled our funds and like totally screwed over not only our senior trip but our prom as well. Yeah, oh, and it was like man. it was the month month or two before it was supposed to happen. Don't this was like in May or oh, whatever, no. and like in April we found this out that oh no, we can't do what we were originally going to plan to do. April yeah. of what like, and we had to have it at the fucking. In, uh, the senior center. Yeah. <laughs> Remember? All the ones before us, everyone was going like, <laughs> yeah, on everyone went to Monterey. Yeah, that's because my class put that prom on because it's always like the junior, you know, class putting on for the seniors. And my class, I think, <laughs> oh was like God. the least motivated out of any class. We got screwed in on Golden all Valley that Valley history shit, at that point, and we threw it at the senior center, and there were yeah. bagel bites. It was just yeah. We had, we had it at the, at the senior oh, center, and we left. Yeah. We were like, it was so fucking lame. It oh, was. my God. It was just Yacht, the worst. senior center, same thing. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. 
Well, on that note, I actually have to run because I got to go help out with babies because they're. Hey, no problem, Charles. Thank you for coming by, man. Happy New Year. Thank you, Charles. They woke up like they woke up like little tweakers last night at three o'clock in the morning, (laughs) and I swear to God, they stayed up till five thirty in the morning. Mm, Just it was, and my alarm went off at five thirty, and I was like, "Oh my God, please (laughs) no!" So, um, so yeah. Anyway, uh, what end of the year podcast? You guys are awesome. I'll see you next time. You're awesome, man. Thanks for coming by, Charles. Happy New Year. Uh, Yeah, and we we got uh, lots of great things in store for you guys in the New Year, so make sure you stay tuned. We got all kinds of cool concerts we're going to be giving away tickets for and all kinds of cool shit. So thank you, Charles, for stopping by tonight, man. Good night, Charles. We'll see you next year. Oh, yeah, next year. Right? Yeah. Everybody's saying it. I know It's it's, it's that time to say that. I know. See you next year. See you next year. All right, well couple little this was a fun story uh i wanted to see what you guys think okay so i got a picture of the city here okay this is where rents have increased the most over the last decade they're doing all these decade studies now because we're coming to the end of a decade Mm -hmm. so hint it's not new york or san francisco what do you think is the number one u.s city for biggest increase in rent over the past 10 years. Merced, California. I know, right? Definitely Dude, Merced, I honestly California. looked at the fucking thing to make sure that we were not on there, but we well, are not on honestly, there. Honestly, right? I mean, the it used to be like $600 or something for a house, and now it's like 1800 minimum. We rented a house for like seven years. It was like $700 a month. Mm-hmm. Water, sewage, and garbage was paid. Mm-hmm. And then we All bought right. our house. Let's not sidetrack here. Okay. Right. okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. What city do you think has been the biggest increase in rent over the past 10 years? What are the choices? Does this Just photo is, is this photo? What was that city last week that they were paying people to come into the city? Oh, Kansas. It was like it's somewhere in Kansas uh, because it's like Tornado Alley and shit. And no one wants to live people there. To go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, you get there. like a five thousand dollar or something to move there or something to relocate there. Really? Yeah. They'll give you like relocated later from this, yeah, the city or the state or whatever it was, some city in Kansas, I think. So this this is a picture of the city, right? So anyway, yeah, this is a picture of the city. This is your hint. It's a major. It is a major U.S. city. I will tell you that. I feel like it's Seattle, but I was thinking like Philadelphia for whatever. I'm trying to look at the bridges. I don't know what they mean. There's water running through it. We're looking at a picture here with a river, a couple bridges, some skyscrapers or something. Okay. Know. Okay. That's like two completely different places. So what do you what do you think? What's your final guesses, guys? Real quick. Major U.S. city biggest rent increase over the past ten years. Cleveland. I okay. Don't know. Cleveland. Yeah, that's a good guess. <laughs> it's not bad. Um. Aaron, what'd you say? New Orleans. I'll go New Orleans. Uh, Dolly, what do you New think? Orleans. Where is this? I can't think of anywhere with a waterway. Oh uh, gosh. Nah, it's gotta be fucking somewhere in California, huh? We'll just say Atlanta. I, that does not look. But it's not. It's Austin, Texas. Oh, yeah. oh, wow. I was thinking Austin. Dallas, Texas. I was going to say <laughs> it, but I didn't. Austin, Texas. They Their rent has risen a whopping 92.6% over the past uh, decade. Uh, so look at this. Raleigh, North Carolina was next. This is all according to Zillow, the, the property real estate website. They have uh, you know crunched the numbers over the past 10 years. So... It's the total amount spent on rent, and it's increased by these cities by in the 90% range since 2010, followed by Denver, wow. where the total amount rent paid has jumped 88%. So comparatively, nationwide, people pay in rent has only increased about 46% nationwide. So these other places, it's like 92%. Well, I do predict this will be on the map next year because... 
the rent prices here in Merced, California are like Mm -hmm. unbelievable. Here's a breakdown of the top 10. Austin, Texas, Raleigh, North Carolina, Denver, Colorado, Atlanta, Georgia, Orlando, Florida. See how I was saying about Florida? Mm -hmm. Uh, They're one of the top five of in the past 10 years. Their rent increase for the average person who's lived there has risen 83%, which is just a lot. The rent is too damn high. Crazy. All right, Conspiracy Corner real quick this week. Two apps to avoid. Have you heard about this, guys? Cybersecurity experts are warning Americans about the risks of using two popular social media apps, TikTok and TikTok. Both apps have millions of users around the world. So this is what they're saying about each one. They're saying TikTok is a spying tool that's being used by the United Arab Emirates to track its users' every move and message according to an investigation by the New York Times. That's crazy. They say for TikTok that it is a military intranet uh, is advising users now. Military sources are telling that that it is concerned because Chinese law requires companies to support and cooperate with government intelligence work. So, so something like that is so funny that you brought this up. I don't know any of the content of our show. However, I received a text message just this morning that from TikTok that said are you friends with uh, Destiny from TikTok and I deleted it I'm like I don't, I'm not, I don't even know what TikTok is right? I don't understand it it's like a video it's a video thing, thing. I don't know my, hair, my hairdresser is Aaron, on do you that know, have you, do you know about it no video app I know of is <clears throat> popular right now what's the what's app Oh, of, yeah. oh yeah, that's What's like happened? a a lot of people do group conferencing. Calls yeah, yeah, and yeah. Stuff with that, like for businesses and stuff. And, so anyway, just be uh, be aware. Don't I've use them. I guess if they're and saying, don't respond to any yeah. text messages. Sounds like that it's you all receive. a bunch of bullshit. It's a scam, and <clears throat> they uh, so the scammers. What they do is they try to get you to respond so they can hack into your phone. Right. They get you to say stuff like yes and okay, and then they'll use yes, your voice exactly. to authorize charges and shit like that. So be aware, folks, if you get a mysterious number, they start asking questions, just hang up. Anyway, weekly WTF this week. Do you guys know how big KFC is in Japan during Christmas time? It's a really big deal. Have you heard about this? I had no idea. Carmen's aware. Aaron and (laughs) Dahlia look perplexed. I was perplexed. They love their KFC there. It's like, yeah. It's been this way since the 70s. People (laughs) all over the world celebrate Christmas in their own way, but in Christmas in Japan, it means a jumbo party barrel of KFC. Look at the picture here. Uh, with all the trimmings, millions of Japanese families celebrate the festive holiday season with this take-home special. Look, at they have like a, a cake. They got a, f- a festive holiday platter that they do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Ever since 1974, this is from the Wikipedia page, KFC Japan began to promote fried chicken as a Christmas meal with its long-running uh, slogan, <laughs> Kentucky for Christmas. That's like their version of a, the greatest American food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I guess they, they, American they had American tourists that were there that were uh, talking about how they were there during the holidays and they missed having turkey at home. Mm-hmm. They missed having like a home-cooked turkey meal or whatever. And so KFC kind of filled the void and there's a lot of GIs and stuff over there. And hmm. there you go. It's almost kind of the way spam became a thing in Hawaii in a way, right? Because it was a military ration, and all the military was there in Hawaii, and that's why all the spam was there, because of the military, and so it became part of the cuisine and part of the culture. But it has military origins, which I think... <laughs> that's like a popular... I'm serious. Yeah. I mean, you, you know... spam wasubi? Mm-mm. No, what's that? 
It's like a little sushi like, type oh roll. Oh, yeah, with like the little they pineapple. They put spam in it. And rice and spam. Sounds like a Hawaiian thing. I don't fuck with it, but a lot of people do. Yeah. Well, McDonald's is going to add two new chicken sandwiches to the breakfast menu in 2020. Ooh. What do you think about chicken, that? McChicken biscuit. McChicken breakfast. biscuit and a McChicken, McChicken griddle. griddle. Chicken McGriddle. Are they not calling it a Chicken uh, McGriddles anymore with the S at the end? I don't do chicken for breakfast myself. Mm-hmm. I like the biscuit idea. We had that one at Starbucks. It was pretty pretty good. Oh, yeah. It was like a Starbucks. It was a biscuit with a chicken, and it had gravy. It was pretty fucking good. Chicken and biscuits to me. You know, what about chicken and waffles? Chicken and waffles. See, I would do that for dinner, but not for breakfast. In the morning, I just w- I would just do waffles and normal bacon and sausage and shit. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's a replacement for know. that protein yeah, for bacon know. and just, sausage for the pig. Chicken in the morning doesn't work for the me. Pig. I don't know what it for, is. You know what I mean? Like uh, Charles was just here and he's not eating any pork. Uh-huh. You know, like these days. So for like those breakfast meals where you have bacon and sausage. What do you or ham? What do you substitute if you're not eating pig, right? Like I don't know, beef. Yeah, there's something you could do chicken like sausage. Salisbury steak or yeah. like a breakfast thing, you chicken know, for sausages. meat. Yeah, chicken sausage. But anyway, so I guess it's a <laughs> new breakfast thing. Last story of the night. Last story of the night, guys. A man named Luke Skywalker was arrested for marijuana possession in Texas. Here's a picture of him. Luke, his real name on his license was. Luke Aaron Skywalker. I wonder if he had uh, <laughs> Skywalker OG. <laughs> he noticed he was missing his brand. front license plate, and then his car smelled like marijuana, searched it, found a baggie of pot, held on a $2,000 bond in Texas for a bag of pot it's these rough days. in Texas, man. Dude, isn't weed. that crazy? Like, we're going to the store here in California just walking down the street buying it. Yeah. And in Texas, you're getting... A two thousand dollar going to jail. I watched the uh, live PD a lot. <laughs> the live PD. Oh yeah, that's and like the new have, cops, right? Yeah, they have segments in uh, a lot of different states, and when they, you all see them harassing people in Texas over little bounce of weed, and it's, it's it sucks. That sucks. All our listeners, in Texas, this they got the highest the rent increase in Austin, the yeah. and they're hassling them for weed. The it's Rock so fucking horrible. Who, for Luke Skywalker? Well, not good for him. No, he's not. He's in fucking jail. They're just laughing because his name's Luke Skywalker. Well, you know, we'll give him a shout-out. Should he use the force right? You will not pull me over. Like you do not smell marijuana. All right. Well, uh, follow us on Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast, Facebook.com slash Garage Rock Show Podcast, Twitter.com Garage Rock Show. All of our links are up at the Garage Rock Show.com. Thank you guys for tuning in and Happy New Year. We'll see you next year. Peace. This disclaimer is posted in full at the Garage Rock Show.com.